Gorgeous, welcome to the Healing Elevates Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Bernadette Jackson, CEO and lead strategist at Her Consulting Group and the creator of Her Way Relationship Intensive Course. This podcast was created as a response to my desire to redefine how the world views women with daddy issues. I release a new episode every week, so expect to hear me and my guests discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insights from the perspective of a fatherless daughter and the people who love and support us. If this is your first time here, here's what I want you to know. You deserve amazing relationships, and nothing you've done or experienced disqualifies you from that. But here's the thing. Amazing relationships with others happen after you cultivate an amazing relationship with yourself. And how do you do that? Self-discovery, healing, and accessing your authenticity. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. So, you know I live in New York. And to say that there is always interesting characters around would be an understatement. Too often, there is someone having a too loud conversation, and usually I mind my business. But the other day, I just couldn't. This woman was walking in the same direction I was, and I watched her have what appeared to be a complete meltdown right there in the street. She was talking on the phone with her husband and she was yelling at the top of her lungs. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, this woman is behaving like a five-year-old. What is wrong with her? But then she said something that caught my attention. She said, you're just like him. You always make promises that you can't keep and I cannot take it anymore. And I immediately understood why she responded in the way that she did. After she got off the phone, she looked around and she saw that there were quite a few people staring at her. She was so upset that I suspect that she didn't even realize how loud she had actually gotten on that call. She sped up the street, she turned the corner quickly, and I'm sure she that she did that because she probably just wanted to get out of the eye line of the people that was watching her. I felt sorry and a little sad because I understood what happened. I saw her. To everyone else, she was an immature, loud woman who went off on some poor guy. But to me, she was a wounded woman who was triggered. Have you ever behaved in such a way that you had to wonder what on earth was going on with you? You're beating yourself up for snapping at your children for doing things that children do. Your partner asks you a question, you respond harshly and immediately regret it. You're at work and your coworker emails you about something that should be simple and you go off in your reply. It happens. It's happened to me. Trust me, I have had this happen to me far too many times to count. When I behave like this, though, I used to try to pretend that it didn't happen. (laughs) Sometimes it would work and nobody would bring it up. And other times I would get cold on my behavior. And every single time, whether somebody said something to me or not, I regretted it. I regretted behaving like that. When I became aware that there were just 
things that were going on and they weren't random outbursts, I started to get very, very curious about what was causing me to respond in this way. It didn't happen all the time, but it was enough for me to investigate it. And here's what I found out. Remember when I said that the lady screamed that her husband was just like him? That he was always making promises that he couldn't keep? I don't know who the him is, but what she said told me everything that I needed to know. I realized in that moment that her wounded self showed up to that conversation with her husband. She may very well be a perfectly rational person who has great communication skills and this was just an isolated incident. We will never know. What I do know is that everyone listening to this podcast has been where that woman was. We have all had our moments where an apology from us was the only appropriate response to what we just did. So if this happens again, or if this has happened recently, I want you to ask yourself this question. Who's running the emotional show? Is it your inner child who experienced trauma and whose emotional growth was stunted at the time that that trauma happened because your brain just stopped learning how to cope and ignored everything or just lashed out? Or is it your healed self that can regulate your emotions, understands your triggers, processes your feelings and responds instead of reacting to things that happen? Who is running the emotional show? When your inner wounded child is running the emotional show, you have situations like the one that I described earlier with the woman. When your inner wounded child is running the emotional show, you have situations like the slap heard around the world. You guys know what I'm talking about. When your inner wounded child is running the emotional show, Anything that resembles the trauma of your past will trigger you so badly that you will respond similarly to the way that you did when the trauma first happened. There is one thing that is important to note, though. There are certain factors that can cause your inner wounded child to respond when your healed self normally would. Factors like hunger, stress, fatigue, and really egregious offenses are some of the common ones. Now, before we get back into the episode, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Too often as survivors of trauma, you morph into who you need to be to survive. The problem with this defense mechanism is that even when the time has passed and the pain of the trauma has subsided, you are still wearing your mask. Your most authentic self is tucked away far beneath the surface, and although you yearn for deep connection, very few people know the real you. With everything you've experienced, it can be hard to take off that mask and be free. And let's be honest, sometimes it's easier and safer to have it on. That's why I wrote Access Authenticity. 
This 75-day journal and strategic guide will guide you through over 170 deep reflective questions so that your most authentic self can stop being your secret identity and start being your truest identity. You deserve amazing relationships, but you won't experience them if nobody ever gets to see the real you. Head on over to Amazon today and get your copy of Access Authenticity Journal Plus Strategy. Now let's get back into this week's goodness. All right. So if any of the factors that I mentioned are to blame for you acting out of character, don't beat yourself up. Instead, I want you to show yourself some grace and acknowledge how you could have responded differently. Go to the person that you lashed out on and apologize. Let them know what happened, but don't beat yourself up. Now, if your inner wounded child reacting to situation is the norm for you, then you have some investigating to do. You really do. And I want you to investigate your environment for repeated triggers. What is happening that is causing the reaction? Are there any similarities that you see? What feelings are these situations bringing up for you? Is that feeling tied to something in your childhood that you haven't worked through yet? Do these situations involve the same person? Are there unresolved issues with this person that is manifesting themselves in the way that you react to situations involving them? Questions like these will help you to get to the root of why your inner wounded child keeps reacting to situations that your healed self should be responding to. Once you are able to get to the root cause of what is happening, your inner wounded child, then I want you to really start to do something a little bit different. I want you to decide how you want to feel. You're probably like, decide how you want to feel? What does that even mean? Listen, you've heard me say this before. Your brain is a computer that has stored responses for every situation that you have been in. It will absolutely rinse and repeat the responses that it has filed away. So when I say that you have to decide how you want to feel, I mean that you need to give yourself permission to behave differently. Then set yourself up for success by identifying what you need to have in place to support how you would like to feel and what you want to do differently going forward. Some examples of the things that you can put in place to support your decision to respond as your healed self can include joining a support group, getting a therapist or a coach, having a list of things that you can do in 5, 15, 30, or 60 minutes, depending on your time, that will help you to regulate your, your emotions and get back to center. Uh, this is especially important when you feel triggered. And then just having a trusted friend that maybe is on speed dial that you can call who can give you an encouraging word or whisper a prayer for you or whatever it is that's going to help you to feel like yourself again. The supports that you have in place should be a combination of things that you can do for yourself, a living environment that promotes peace, as well as a coalition of individuals that make you feel seen, heard, loved, and supported. 
Above all else, do not forget to grant yourself some grace as you learn to navigate situations differently. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I want you to join me here next week as you always do. But before we go, I want you to remember that you deserve amazing relationships. But the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you're going to see the fruit. You still have a lot of work to do. So keep going. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.